Woo! And just like that, look, we're live. Look as well how well coordinated we all are. Apart from you, Rich. Sauce, mate. <laughs> um, I was really hoping Lord was going to join in. It yeah, worked out now, though, because no, no. we've got two no, right. two Top and bottom look. Roof. Hey, no see. Roof. <laughs> uh, yes, it is, of course, Thursday. It is nine. So it's UK Cowboys time. Season four, episode 24. Uh, we did have a special guest book to come on with us, but literally about 15 minutes ago, I think it was, uh, he had to go away. Got an issue at home. So family comes first, as they say. So, um, yes, the seniors stepping in in his place. We've got the lawn with us, uh, and Rich, and of course, uh, compadre Mr. Paul Stewart. How are we all doing, guys? Yeah, Good. not too bad. Yeah, okay. back. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been a while since you've been on, uh, old uh, Jonesy Bones Malonesy. It's been a minute. It's been a minute, man. Yeah, Life is as hectic, they stay in Texas, it's been a minute. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yes, we are here to talk about this weekend's game, uh, which is against the uh, Chicago Bears. Um, do you know, I, I only found this out this week, and I, I love my stats. Do you know where they got the name the Bears from? Certainly not in Chicago, that's for sure. I know it sounds random, like Bears to do with Chicago. I can tell you if you want. I think I remember, but it's, it's gone basically now. them taking the mech out of the baseball team. Oh, really? Oh, the Cubs. <laughs> yeah. So they're taking the mech oh, out of them. Same way bigger it. than you. Yeah, yeah. Light so, up. and I was just like, ah, oh, good fact. I'll try and remember that, and I did. Usually, Solid I write fact. stuff down. Did not write that one down. Hmm. Well, yeah. something you ever did. So there we go. <laughs> Just try to start the show off with something, you know what I mean? But anyway, guys, make sure oh, everyone at home, you are the MVPs of the show, as we always say. We've got big news on next week's show, so make sure you stay tuned in for that. We've got a good one for you. Um, something we usually do at the end of the season, but we're going to do a mid-season one. But uh, get your coach, your comments, questions in, all the rest of it, and we'll uh, hear it. Let us know where you're watching from as well. That's always good uh, to know where you guys are, uh, are calling it or calling in. Calling in, why not? Uh, from, but yes, let's start, guys. And I always like to do this with every show. And I'll go around the house, so I'll start from top and work down. Uh, Paul, and, and you guys, and everyone at home as well, let us know. How do you feel about this weekend's game against the Bears? Well, I, I feel confident. I mean, the Bears are giving up the most sacks in the NFL as of right now up till this point. Um, and in terms of like so the, the percentage of the outcome, Cowboys are 86% likely to win this game according to ESPN. So, mm-hmm. um yeah, I do fancy our chances, but but make no mistake, I do feel that like there is still some threat from the Chicago Bears. We cannot take them lightly at all. But look at the can't... Patriots game. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Prime example. Um, but other than that, I mean, we just need to make sure we stick to our game plan and um, and execute more than anything. Lord, yeah, yeah. I think, um, and I said this on the Tuesday night show that you know. Obviously, as soon as the final whistle went in the Detroit Lions game, Vegas had us as 10.5-point favourites for this game. And I think that was a bit of bulletin board material for Mm. the Bears on Monday night. 
um, you know, which caused them to come out and upset Bailey Zappi and uh, Matt Jones. Um, <laughs> That's a fun th- one at the moment. Yeah, and I think it obviously should pose a warning to us not to, you know, not to bite the cheese. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, it has probably worked out well for us. I think we will be focused. Now we've got we've got issues obviously this week as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, I, th- I still think we've got enough firepower to get past them, and they've got rid of one of their best defensive players this week as well. So they're they're building yeah. for the future already. So yeah, yeah. unfortunately, that that player has now went to the dead dirty birds. Unfortunately. Mm. I would. I well, we'll talk about that actually mm. when we get to the news and updates because I, I I don't know if you've seen it. I know you've been busy, Paul, but um, there was a good one from um Danny Phantom who had a good one, and I'll bring it up later. But Rich, what's your thoughts and opinions on this weekend's game? Just generally, um, it's I think it's gonna. I agree, I agree with Lorne, and I'm kind of on the fence, like like Paul is a bit. We can't afford for or to be fighting them and ourselves. It's gonna hinge quite heavily on or hinge quite heavily on Dak's rust and whether the offense can get going. Because obviously last week it took a long ass time to get going. Mm. Um and the Bears have shown they do deserve that level of respect. Um they will they will kick you if you're not looking. So they, if the Cowboys can get on track relatively soon, I'm not expecting it to be straight off the bat because there is, I do think there's still going to be that element of rust for Dak and the miscommunications. But if they can get it going a lot sooner, I think they'll be perfectly fine. I think they will win it, um, but they do need to be careful. They can't afford to take as long as they took last week. It's they, they just can't. Yeah, I agree. Um, but yes. Get your quotes, comments in, guys, as we go to the news and updates, and we shall get into the thick of it, guys. Um, so it's Rich's first news and updates in a while. Get ready for it. Oh. First. <laughs> uh, no, not yet. No, not yet. I thought you had. Not yet. All right, then. Um, right, yes, yeah, so news and updates. First thing that we need to talk about, Dak Prescott officially not on the practice report. No injury report for Dak whatsoever. Mm-hmm. First time this season. Yeah. It's lovely. <laughs> it is delicious, <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> bad news is, uh, so first out of the gun is going to be mm. Malik Hooker. Um, mm. Now, by the sounds of it, He's going to play. It doesn't sound... It sounds like they're just kind of um, dealing with some soreness. I don't know. I'm trying to get some information. Not sure what's being said. If you guys have an update, let me know. But I haven't heard anything really major on it that he's working through some soreness and the rest of it. Question, though, guys. Zeke has missed practice again today. Do you think he plays Mm -hmm. this weekend? No. I don't know. No. So you think that this is like shutting him down because the bye, so it gives him a three-week rest after last week? Because it well, it did look nasty. Yeah, yeah I think especially it's when it comes to with the, I think uh, based on the report, it was his knee. So you cannot take that lightly. So um, with that being said, it's going to be a more workload for Tony Pollard. Um, 
mm-hmm. where we're our offensive line need to really kind of ensure that they are on top of their pass protection because obviously with Zeke being in there as your running back, he does offer that extra level of pass protection. Mm-hmm. When you compare him to Tony Pollard, there's a big level of difference in terms of that. So um, that that's my uh, that, that, if there's a concern, there and there's that I, I guess. Mm. Go on, Lom. You got any thoughts on this one? Well. I, I would rest him because, by all accounts, as well as it being a, a deep thigh bruise, he's also sprained his uh, his knee ligament as well, yeah. his medial medial collateral. And obviously, you saw what he was like last year with the the PCL sprain. So, you know, mm-hmm. um, and you know, Dalton Schultz, I think, played a little bit better on Sunday after having a couple of weeks off as well to to mm-hmm. rest up the knee as well. So. Um, anything you can do, but you know, Zeke was on Cowboys Hour on Monday, and you know, he was saying, Yeah, I'm sore at the moment, but you know, he fully anticipated playing. Um, obviously, it's maybe you know, being perhaps being smart and just trying to manage it so that they've got him for the long haul, mm. yeah. Because, and I mean, there's a weird one going on here as well with Dalton Schultz. Cause I wonder if they're gonna go down the same road with him that they can they can shut him down three week rest. Because really with a PCL injury it, it's rest. It's getting the weight off yep. it, sticking your feet up, taking time out. He doesn't play this week. He doesn't play the next week because of the bye. He has the next week to relax. That's like nearly a full month where he can take every and, and really recuperate for that. So I wonder if the same—I don't know what you guys think. Do you think the same situation is going to happen with Schultz as well? I think they should. Um, I think it's a sensible thing to do. I—I I think you definitely sit Zeke. Mm-hmm. I would maybe have Schultz ready just in case because ideally you don't want to drop the game, um, mm-hmm. and then you just leave that potential decision on the table if it comes to it. Um, but like you said, those injuries, they, they necessitate rest. They have a brilliant opportunity in front of them now to get those guys that amount of rest or a good amount of rest. I Mm. think they should take it, but you've already got Zeke out. So Mm. I think that they play, I mean, the good thing, and Paul attested to this already um on the other side uh, of the bears and i know we'll get into it in a moment when we get to the offense but the bears in terms of pass rush is non-existent and they're really bad against the run they they run defense is bad so this is a perfect game to not play zeke because the two things zeke does really really well helps you defend or or protect against the pass rush gets the dirty yards don't really need so it's a good game to have to take him off for that. Um, some other notable ones that's coming up second day in a row Noah Brown. Um, mm. um now believe it or not, next gen stats has Noah Brown as the 10th best wide receiver mm. from the slot, and that's a seventh mm-hmm. round pick. Yep. yep. <laughs> No, Crazy I, times. I know. We'll keep an eye on, on that, though. 
Um, so, ah, big wheels in the house. Big wheel. uh, so that's one to keep an eye on, mind. Um, Billy Cooker, as we said, is one. Michael Parsons has shown up today. We'll get some more news on that and update it when we can. And Sam Williams has uh, broken onto the practice report as well uh, with a mm. knee. But I, I, that doesn't sound too bad. They weren't uh, so much a non-participant. They were more limited. So probably rest, recoup, uh, something like that. But what is good news? Some good news. Some good news is Damone Clark. He's out there. He's officially on the active roster. He is practicing. He's in there. I don't know if he makes a huge impact and starts on defense. I think they're going to try and sprinkle him on special teams, especially with yeah. the speed he's got. What do you guys think? Yeah, definitely. I, I mean, and especially this week, I'd, well, I was going to say I don't see him being active, but if we're if we're deactivating all these guys that we're talking about earlier, maybe yeah. maybe he has to play. Um, but you know, it'll be special teams to begin with. By the end of the year, um, he'll certainly be cont contributing on defense. But special teams to get him up to speed first of all. Yeah. For me, I would not be surprised if he gets thrown into the wolves. To be honest, we did it with Michael Gallup. Throw him in the deep end. Yeah, mm. it would not surprise me. Like, because we generally thought at the time when it came to Michael Gallup, we thought, this is first game back, take it easy with him, very limited reps. No, that was not the case. They threw him into the deep end, what was it, like 10, 15 targets, mm. and scored a touchdown like for like 60, 70, 70 odd yards. So that's still quite a big shift for a, a player to come back from that extensive injury. So I can maybe see... Um, see that being the case, going for like uh, for bland, not no bland. Uh, God, my head's up my horse. Right, sorry. <laughs> You're right, mate. Yeah, I'll try I'm and sorry, send I'm... you. I'll try and send you some coffee through. Don't you worry. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, folks. I'm just not worth it today. <laughs> You're all right, man. Um, but I mean, yeah, that's the news and updates for now. Um, we will give you some more updates as the weekend strikes. But let's get into the Cowboys offense, guys, uh, and get into all of this. Um, so as we said, guys, um, Zeke doesn't look like he's going to play. I think, personally, the way it's looking, he's not going to play this weekend. So let's talk about Tony Pollard, and you've got Another guy on Malik. may make his first start uh, for the Cowboys. Let's talk about that then. Um, running backs. Uh, and what is crazy is the uh, the Bears, <laughs> I almost said the wrong way, Chicago Bears are allowing 150 yards per game in rushing that, out. That, yeah, that's 28th. In the yeah, that's, that's pretty, yeah, that's quite bad. Pretty shocking. Uh I will say though, um, I think this is going to cause a massive debate among Cowboys fans. Mm -hmm. Like, like we had Dak and Cooper Rush. Mm -hmm. Now we're going to have the whole Pollard and Zeke argument once again. Yep. Oh, really? No, no. I really, I really, I really do think that's oh. that's what's what, what that's what's going to happen. I've I've already seen I've already seen some of it today because yeah. obviously yeah. The, it's like the, we can already foresee the future, Lauren. 
Yep. Right. The, so first, the first thing I yeah the first thing I saw this morning when I woke up was I get a daily uh, digest of what's going on around the league, supposedly to help with picking your fantasy team. The number one story was obviously Zeke being out, and then I I went on Twitter a couple of times and sort of every time I keyed up you know Dallas a search for Dallas Cowboys you know the main talking point was great we're going to see more of Tony Pollard. And I'm thinking, well, mm. you've seen you've seen Tony Pollard in pass protection. I'd be I'd be worried. I'd be having that rolling out a hell of a lot more than he was in in the first game. Um, it's a little bit scary, but um, yeah. But if there's one advantage that, like, and this is the difference between the two running backs, we know that Zeke's the more powerhouse running back. He is like mm-hmm. that. He is basically the hammer, essentially. He bring he brings he he makes linebackers fall on the backside, puts them in the ground. Whereas Paul Art, he's the one that it tries to evade the tackles. He's the very more elusive running back with the speed advantage. Um, um, so two completely different styles of running back. Um, yeah, it's going to be a miss for Chris. We're not going to wear down the defenses as much, like. Because if that's one of the things Zeke was very masterful in his craft, like, and people can mm. criticize Zeke in terms of always oh, not gaining as much yard and stuff like that. If there's one thing Zeke does so well, is actually making the like, linebackers and defensive ends and defensive tackles really work to try and bring them down to the ground, really mm-hmm. work, mm-hmm. I, and it wears and tears on these players. Mm-hmm. Substantial. So yeah. where's this? Yeah. This is going to be more one for like so. Like, like Pollard is a lot more easier to bring down, I guess. Yeah, but you've got a whole completely different dynamic to deal with. Yeah, uh, and you, you see as well the alignments are different. Like Zeke, as soon as he's in the backfield, boom, stack box. With yep. Pollard, they'll kind of mix it up a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, is a big difference. Um, but I mean, here's an interesting stat for you while you were talking there, Paul. Uh, that the that that the Cowboys average four point five yards per carry on first down. The Bears, however, are allowing five point one yards per carry on first down. That's second worst in the NFL on first down. When you, it, it sounds so marginal, like because you thought of it's like not even a yard difference, but but when you kind of put it in that perspective, it does kind of mean a lot. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You can you can run the ball twice and get a first down. Exactly. You, yeah. You're running like, through that team all, they, all day they, long. That that's the best. That's the point I was just about to make there, Rich. And thank you, thanks for saying that, Chris. If you're if they're giving out like five point one yards per carry, per average, then you just need to run the ball twice. Yeah. Like, like and that's your first down, first down. Every, like yeah. after every, after second down, whatever, and that. So you can put that logic behind that as much as you want, um, but. I think with how things are kind of going right now, we're, we could, we're, I think it's going to be just a, a different type of offense we're going to see going against the Bears, knowing what they're like. It should be. Like, th- this is the thing. And, like, like it's very much low-hanging fruit with everything you're seeing right now in terms of Pollard and Zeke and all the rest of it because it, 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 is, it is just the, the absolute lowest of the low-hanging fruit. Like, this question has been answered numerous times um through last season 
and again this season. And we've touched on it again. If you're seeing more of Pollard, yeah, that's probably a good thing because they're not playing well against the run. Pollard's getting the ball out more. He's getting out with it more. He's having a hell of a day. The offense is doing well. We're running through them, like Paul and I just said. If you're seeing him in pass protection, though, you're going to have a bad time. That is not a recipe for success. Um, if the good thing is, like Mike's highlighted, then really not good against the run and they're not great at pass rush. So the ideal scenario is if you can contain that, bearing in mind Dak is your quarterback and you still do have a good running back that has put some good tape out there, but not a ton of tape in Malik Davis. And you have other fast options as well at wide receiver. Cause a lot of the Cowboys running game as well, isn't just, it's transitioned to run down the throat. It's the lateral passes. It's a lot of short pass stuff that they would typically count as a, probably count in their heads as a run. A lot of that you can still do without Zeke. Yep. The main thing Zeke brings, like Paul said, is the power. He brings the hurt. And when you get in those short yardage situations in the red zone, Zeke is going to fall forward and he's going to get those yards and he's going to punch in the touchdown like we just saw. Mm-hmm. So seeing yep. more Pollard isn't a bad thing; it just needs to be done right. True. And I, yeah, and I, I, I think it. Well, sorry, Lauren. I think it's just kind of the way how what Kellen Moore did for Cooper Rush. We Taylor mm. made Taylor made offense for a specific player, whereas now we've got that back. We need to kind of need Taylor made our running options for this game for sure. Yeah, hundred percent. My main concern coming out of this is I'm not so much worried about this game. I'm more worried about what comes afterwards because there is still going to be an element of rust with Dak. He hasn't played with these guys. You know, he's played with these guys one game. He's, he's missed the first, you know, the first couple of weeks after the first game. There is clearly rust there. There is miscommunication, miscues all over the shop. And his second game back is we're expecting to be very run heavy. That's not the greatest thing to do in terms of getting him back into the swing of things in terms of obviously passing the ball. It's what you need to do to win, but you know, you, you have the time off and you've got lots of practices and all the rest of it, but Dak is very much a game and he needs game time. I do. That is my only worry with this game is the effect. The, the only thing I would say is that this, this year we are seeing a completely different style of offense. And, you know, we, mm. it's necessitated by, you know, we don't have a Mary Cooper anymore. And, you know, um, Schultz has been injured and all that mm-hmm. sort of thing. We are seeing a heavier emphasis on the ground game. Um, McCarthy has come out and said that he would love to see the running backs get 30 touches a game. And then, you know, Dak was limited to only having to throw 25 passes a game. And when Dak throws 25 passes, he's something like 95% uh, win rate. So yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. that's that's what you want to see. And yeah, I mean, you know, obviously Dak is rusty. It, it came on towards the end of the game there. There was a lot of throws that he, you know, he really... His in-game progression was good. Yeah, yeah, the pro- yeah, I mean, progression yeah. was very good. 
Yeah. Only only six balls weren't caught last weekend. Yeah. He completed seventy six percent of his passes. Zero um, interceptions. Yeah, but he did he did throw a couple into double coverage and I know, yeah. And triple coverage. But the difference between that though is is that Dak's a hell of a lot more pinpoint when it comes to that. We saw that. Like like that 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 lamb catch was that lamb catch is a good example. Like we actually we actually got to see Lamb being C D Lamb in that game last week. And here's an, an ironic thing you say there, Paul, and I'll get back to Lorne's point, is, yeah. you know, that triple coverage throw, he literally, Lamb, if you look, got his hands on the ball and almost caught that. Now, let's say that swung the other way and he throws that ball into triple coverage like that and Lamb reels that in, we're having a different conversation about that throw and how Dax played. Yep. Mm. And it was Absolutely. that far. Mm. But, go on, was. Lorne, sorry, continue. But... Yeah, no, I mean, obviously you talked there about how, you know, we're getting four and a half yards on first down running. They're giving up 5.1 yards. You know, that is half a yard. And, you know, if you want to quote, um, if you want to quote Al Pacino, you know, the inches that uh, we need to all, all add everywhere up. everywhere so, in the game. You know, <laughs> yep. And I can't do it for you. I'm too old. And... <laughs> yeah, that's true. Never, you're not old, man. No, that's the saying he says. It's I, the six I... inches in front of your face. Wait. I um, controversial <laughs> thing to say potentially. I um, I get it in terms of, and the point in terms of touches per game. And Dak does do very well when he's when his workload is a certain way. But my point is that he's not at that point. He needs to have the more, you know, more playing time to get to back to that point because he's not there. He has mm-hmm. a lot less game time, play time, and practice time with these guys. He needs to up that. So, in an ideal world for me, if they can get ahead far enough that they can start honestly playing around a bit and mm-hmm. incorporate the the pass game like they did at the tail end of the Lions game. Then that's that's a much better situation for me. It's it's very it, it is a very it feels very niggly, um, very semanticy for me. But it is just a slight concern that I have. Yeah, yeah, and it, we'll get to the when we get to the Cowboys' defense about their offensive line. Uh, but I will pick right now on the Bears' defensive line, which is, and we'll talk about the Robert Quinn trade. He's gone to the Eagles um, now. The dirty birds. Disgusting. Yeah. But I, 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 w- I would say not to worry too much. Um, yeah. Eagles fans have already been making their excuses, which was quite funny. Because <laughs> um, they kind oh, when, of... when did they not? When did they, uh, not? they kind of backtracked on last week's, uh, sorry, in two weeks ago, comments that were being made, and all of a sudden they changed. You know? Oh, so... oh no, no. Let's remember, a couple of weeks ago, Eagles fans saying that. Uh, What's his bloody's I I had son Reddick is better than Micah Parsons. I'm sorry, but you know what? Apparently, I don't care guys. how many bloody Philly cheesesteaks they've ate in bloody Philadelphia. They're, they're absolutely high up, like high as a kite. <laughs> well, Mate, I got I told I got told two weeks ago by Eagles fans that Sam Reddick is better than Micah Parsons because Reddick is getting more sacks per snap. Now all of a sudden, Robert Quinn is there, who's on one sack for the year, by the way. Wait, but, hold on. Uh, Isn't the whole was... defensive line got a total of eight sacks and Mike and Mike Parsons on his own has got eight? Uh, well, yes, Paul. It, 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 the, the goalposts have changed now, by the way. <laughs> the goalposts have changed. Two, with two together and come up with five. 
Don't ex- don't expect logic. The- these crazy sun guns think it's April when it's actually Adios, like October. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, apparently sacks now with Robert Quinn. They don't matter. What does matter is double team rate. So those goalposts have been moved quite far <laughs> down the line. I, I got it today, and I was just like, mate, I, I'm literally not getting into this. I, I've given up. I, I'm throwing in the towel. I cannot have this conversation. i got more important things to do, like go to the toilet. So Don't look for logic where it doesn't exist. Ex- yeah, when you throw When you throw logic to an Eagles fan, they completely back out and don't want to engage in the conversation Ooh. anymore. Never. They'll, they'll throw a bit, a bit of blubber out there. I'm not going to name names in particular out there, but when you try and put the argument <laughs> there, they completely run away and then there's like, ah, well, told you so. We must tell Every every <laughs> Everything is fine. And especially when you look at that. That was so true of what happened <laughs> in that game. He literally fizzled, fizzled into um the background of that game but let's get back to the chicago bears yeah so they they get rid of robert quinn who had uh, a sack for the year uh, uh, um so this is an interesting one they rank last in pass rush efficiency so uh their pass so, rush uh, efficiency in, in, is in terms of success rate and win rate. yes yeah right. yeah, okay. yeah. Right, right. Uh, at 21 percent uh, they rank last. Yeah, they rank last in sacks, uh, and they're pretty low down in pressures too. Not completely last, um, but basically they do have a pass rush that is literally non-existent. Um, they're only decent, I would say, defender of that entire team since they got rid of um, the Killio Mac is Roquan Smith. Roquan Smith. Yeah, and there's, really a, and, and, and there's a lot of rumors that he's probably getting traded away right now. He, uh, there is talks that he's had enough, and I can understand the reasons. I don't blame him. I would, yeah. if I was him, I would move, want to move somewhere else. Yeah, yeah. Uh, now the irony is, is a lot of people talk about the Bears' pass coverage, um, which is true. It, it it is fairly decent when you look at the guys like Eddie Jackson. Uh, Kyle Gordon, which I'll get to in a moment as well, uh, and Jalen Johnson. They, they are fairly um, good in that respect. But the trouble is, is teams, it looks so good for two reasons. That one, their defensive backs are pretty good. I, I would say that. But teams are just running on them. So, like, how good is that defensive back room you when know. you don't ever really need to test it? Yeah, yeah. Um, and 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 the other thing as well is if the if the front seven aren't getting the pressure on the quarterback, exactly, you know, and you've got three to five seconds to 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 let a play develop. I mean, that's that's going to eventually tip the scales back to your wide receivers. Um, yeah, 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 You know, so no matter how good their defensive backs are, they can't cover for three to five seconds in the hope to to not give up the big play. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it's true. Briska is doing a good job. And I've written about the defensive backs in an article that's going to go out today. And it is, it, they, they are fairly good. They are. I will say that. But a lot of, a lot of what you see statistically is muddied because of, um, like, you just, you just run on them all day just to just do it that way. Just go yep. for it. Yeah, I'm just, um, I'm just, I'm just looking at the stats right now. It's like all yeah. their, all their tackles are coming from the linebackers and secondary. That's yeah, it. yeah, yeah. Like, there because was le- there was literally nothing coming from the yeah. front four. Yeah, nothing. Uh, look at their sack totals. Their best. Uh, uh, tw- uh, Twelve sacks in total. 
Yeah, yeah, 12 sacks. But in terms of individual players, I think the best one, I forget who it was, and he's it's on for like three. That's Rookwan Smith. That Smith is struck three. Well, two and a half. Yeah. But I, I, if I remember that he's on for the same amount of sacks as Dante Fowler, who for the Dallas Cowboys ranks fifth in sack totals. <laughs> that is the, the, the stark difference we're dealing with here. Um, yeah. yeah. But what I find interesting, and Big Wheel made a comment just now about Michael Gallup. Now, he had two targets, zero receptions last week. He's going to be going up really because of how it's going to go on the Michael Gallup side, which we'll get to. He's going to be up yeah. against Kyler Gordon. And I think... That's that, going to be a good matchup. Yeah, I, but yeah. I think it's really matchup. good in terms of Michael Gallup's going to feast. That you, would, you would like to think so. You would like yeah. to think so. Like I, I get, Again, mate, I don't want to go into this whole uh, assumption that we're going to wipe the, the bears off their feet. Oh, yeah, no, 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 like, no, no, no chance. But, but I think it's going to be a quite a good test. Um, just for like a gallop, just to really get back in the momentum or things like 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 um, Lloyd Big Wheel just mentioned there, like zero catches last week. Like yeah. that's more down to what what. In fact, how many was, how many targets two, did Gallup get? Two, two, two targets. Two targets. So so that was more the distribution from Kellen more more than anything. It's nothing um, on Kellen Moore did Gallup. say about that. Yeah, yeah. So so it's nothing on Michael Gallup's behalf. No. So. It just depends how what the play situation is. But what I like with this, Michael Gallup, six foot one, going down deep, yeah, on the deep passes. He's gonna yeah. be against Kyler Gordon, five foot ten. That's why I like it. There's just the way he he will be able to breeze past and get high point the ball. I was just about to say that, like when it comes to the like the deep ball, if you're trying to like make the more like longer catch and stuff like that, the more advantages with the arm like arm length and whatever and that and height, yeah. you're gonna put more of your money on and Michael Gallup doing that. I think it's gonna be a big game for him. This is gonna mm. be really good because what's gonna happen on the other side is you got Jalen Johnson. He's coming off injury, so he had a good game against the Patriots. And but what you did see is he traveled with a number one wide receiver, Devontae Parker, um, and literally was traveling on the field. But here's the advantage C.D. Lamb has. Jalen Johnson, absolutely terrible from playing from the slot. Where C.D. Lamb play best? On the slot. On the slot. Big game for C.D. Lamb. These are the things that like you look at and you go, wow. So... No pass rush. You've got Pollard who's going to be running up on the ball. Bear in mind, I think this is a good game for Dak to take the ball on and run a little bit too. You know, not yep. a huge amount. I think in, you know, like 20, 30-yard rush game yeah, just, is just, just like some confidence. Spot. Yeah, and you know, you think if that's 20 yards rushing, you're thinking that's what, an extra three or four first downs. So that's yeah. just going to keep things rolling, keep the yeah. momentum going. And then you look at the, the the way it's building for these guys as well. And I don't know what happens with Anthony Brown. We'll have to wait and see. Wide receiver is a bit of a situation there. But if you really, really need to, you have two athletic tight ends that we've seen already that can really play the ball too. This is a game designed for that. Yeah. I really want to see Turpin time. I'm not going to lie. 
<laughs> so yeah, I mean, a put lot... the afterburners on. Go on, Dak. Put it down there. You'll get a there. lot of people are making questions about the screen game. Uh, you know, what's your opinion on the screen game? I've been asked this question quite a few oh. times in the last couple of weeks. It does. It was easy. It that... was easy when it was with Cooper Rush. I will say yeah. that backup yeah. quarterback, not enough time to practice it, but with Dak now. It does, think, seem it does seem strange that we've gone away from it because, I mean, if you think, you know, oh, it, it, it is in the playbook because we've run it well with Zeke, you know, mm. the first couple of years of Zeke with that 83-yard one in, against Pittsburgh and we, we did something similar against the 49ers the following year. You haven't seen screens since then, really, other than this, the sort of bubble screens and, you know, you've got Dalton Schultz flexed out to the out yeah, wide yeah. as well. And he can't block when he's out wide. He needs to be picking up somebody off, you know, in line. Um, and you get in so there. Our, our, our screen game's not, not there. Mm. I think we need to go back to a, almost a traditional sort of screen and use the running backs. And, you know, again, potentially this is, this is maybe something that you do use this time, you know, to to sort of, again, take away any pass rushing that you, you let them through um, and then you make them have second thoughts because you've got um, <laughs> the backs coming out the back game, uh, the yeah. backfield as well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Lloyd, Lloyd with the sarcasm there. <laughs> I love it. Uh, but go on, Paul, you got a take or do you want me to go to Rich on this? Go for it, Rich. Go for it. Oh, Rich. You got to take yeah, on the pretty screen. Much, I'm, I pretty much agree. There's, there's, they've not got the personnel for it. That's what it is. And it's personnel in terms of um, the speed and get off. Because, like, if you look, whichever direction you go, you've got a problem. So, if you want to try and play the screen game to the right, Zach Martin, absolutely ideal for playing the screen. The issue is, is Terrence Steele. Yep. You go left, Tyler Smith. Not a problem, Connor McGovern. Problem. Mm. So it seems to be whichever way you want to go with trying to get one of your two offensive linemen out into space on a screen game. You have one of two. It's it seems to be one way or the other, and I think that's the problem. The wide receivers, I don't think, are a problem in terms of blocking in that sense. But I think trying to get your guys like to whichever direction you go, there's one guy out of two that's going to be. Uh, you know, who's not going to be able to get out into space properly. And I think that's why they... Because, I mean, they, they're bound to have tried it and looked at it and gone, yeah, this doesn't work, which is why we haven't seen it. It has to be. We've has, They have to have tried it and gone, yeah, this doesn't work. It's almost as if, like you said, they have tried it and they've realised that it they actually doesn't. have shortcomings on the offensive line, which makes me happy especially for next season, but we'll let's stay in the here and now. But yeah, yeah I completely agree. They, it's, it, it just doesn't work well whichever way you go. They need to, I think Lawn's completely right. I think you need to do it the more basic way. Like a full um, wide receiver screen. Like basically. Out that way. Like, basically. Yeah. Right. If you do it at all, I'm, to be honest, I'm more of a fan of you just leave it. We might as well just map it up like a playbook from Madden, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. And I think that's perhaps maybe why you see these trick plays. And the trick mm. plays are are sort of, you know, like these these 
reverses that you see Callan throwing in and you kind of confused uh, 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 why it's now. Yeah, I think like that's in replacement the of the like... screen game. It's too fancy. It really it is. It is. I agree. I agree. It never works when they get cute. It never works. Especially, you... and, and like this early in the season, I never, I never enjoy seeing that. No. No, no. Should we get to the fun part though? Talk defense. Oh, let's cool go for it. Let's, let's go. The best, the best part of my day. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Ooh. Suddenly, the comments flood in as soon as you What's put What's up, Rich? Sorry, it's it's not Cowboys related, but Jamar Chase expected to be sidelined for six weeks. So yeah. I'm messaging my brother because he's about to cry. <laughs> I did see that just <laughs> I'm going to be the one to tell him. Yeah. <laughs> now, I gave you the um, Chicago Bears defensive line pass run efficiency win rate. The Dallas Cowboys rank first at 44%. Yep. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's, that's nearly like what? <laughs> nearly, nearly one in every two snaps. <laughs> nearly. <laughs> now, uh, go on. I was just trying to say, so you're, you're, you're talking about success rate of one in every three snaps. That's ridiculous. At minimum, yeah. Minimum. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they, they're basically causing problems no matter where. Um, so, um, what I wanted to start off with, because he's always been in the conversations, being um, people are like, eh. I will say this, Tank, my God, that guy had the game of his career last week. Oh, yeah. People yep. did not even realize it, that the fumble that was on the one-yard line was literally all Demarcus Lawrence. <laughs> yeah, I... I... I retweeted something that I think it was Mike Gilkin had posted. Mm -hmm. It was a bit of video, and you saw him splitting the double team, hitting the hitting the tight end that was playing fullback, and then getting to the running back as well, and knocking the jarring the ball loose. And I mean, that just goes to show that that was all his. Unbelievable. Unfortunately, I didn't get to see all the game for, for circumstances. Uh, yeah. yeah, but yeah. Uh, but when I finally got to see the highlights and saw what Demarcus Lawrence did, like don't forget the the play before that was Micah Parsons running up and the one yard toe tackle. My goodness, like but he was like behind and, and his speed getting up there prevented the touchdown. And after that, then Demarcus Lawrence made that monstrous play, mm. causing the fumble. And we got the yeah. ball back and. Yeah. Just truly unbelievable. Unbelievable. It but was it monstrous. It, it, it wasn't just that play, though, right? Here's the crazy part. Marcus Lawrence plays that, and you notice that the complexity of that game completely flipped from that moment. Say the Lions score there. We're in trouble, right? This yeah, game yeah. is going their direction. But the See, fumble happens there. All of a sudden, you watch what happens. The Cowboys go downfield. They score. Oh, they See, didn't yeah. score on that drive, but later on. Well, and then it, it all comes tumbling down. See, here's the thing. Like, when you look back at that game, the Lions had a 75% success rate being in the in, in the end zone when, within the red zone. Yeah. And, and red zone offense was 75% successful. Yeah. And we managed to do that to them. Well, they prevent them to, what, was it two field goals or something? Uh, yes. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, just unbelievable effort from our defense. But don't get me wrong, there was something like, in the middle parts of the field and that, that we were giving up some yards and stuff like that. But when it really came down to the 
bare like the actual fundamental part, the parts where we needed the defense to step up at the time, they yeah. stepped up. Oh, they did, yeah, yeah. And because yeah, I was messaging the, the plays as it was happening. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in the loop. Yeah. And uh, I, even when I was messaging, I was like, I can't believe I'm sending this to them. They've just fumbled the ball on the one. Um and the whole thing, but you talk about Micah Parsons, you know, on that that tackle. It isn't just the only example in that game of him doing that. He no. did it like several yeah, times he, in that he, game. He of did just, it against the Giants. He, yeah, yeah. He's done it all season. It's just you're just not seeing how good Demarcus Lawrence is in terms of stopping the run. Like yeah. that. That's how good he is. Like it's just one of those like you can't really put statistics on it really like you really need to kind of break down the, the, the game film and actually dissect and watch bit by part or you can get the highlight reel of that clip and see what it means to be a, a good run stop and defensive end yeah and, and, and what, what what you see from micah parsons as well paul though it, it which is the, like almost superhuman or superhero uh it, is the closing speed the closing I'm, speed. I'm saying that I'm I'm going on record right now. Micah Parsons is going to be defensive player of the year. I'm he's saying a, it right he, now. He's yeah, got the most sacks and pressures. Yeah, he, he, no, like, to me right now, in terms of if the season ends right now, he's won it by a long mile. Well, right. here's one for you, Paul. Do you see right? His closest rival is Nick Bosa. Do you see Nick Bosa making that ta- turning around, making that tackle at the one yard line? No, no. no. The, the difference between Nick Bosa is he is a pure defensive end. Yes. Right? He's a pure, whereas Parson, he is that hybrid style. Like he is a linebacker. He's got the yeah. more flexibility. Yes. And and for all the people that say that micropasses cannot cover and coverage, ha, you're fairly wrong. And I'll, I'll go I'll go one step I'll go one step further. I think say it, might say actually, it, Lord. Go on, say it. I think say he might actually do what only Lawrence Taylor has done before <laughs> and become overall MVP for the league. You know, because, it always I mean, goes to a quarterback. The, 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 but... Well, the way the quarterbacks are playing this year, I mean, you know, well, didn't Aaron Burrow, Burrow is coming on now, but you've got um, no. Wow, I would have thought Aaron Donald had it like overall MVP. No, he's been defensive player. Defensive yeah. player. The the the, yeah. the last overall MVP from a defense was uh, uh, Warren Taylor in eighty one. Yeah. Wow, yeah. well, well that's about to change. I'm sorry. There's an easy fix to that. Put Micah in the quarterback because he can probably play it. No doubt. He'll probably know the whole stream. Probably. Yeah. This is the good thing. The, the the bit you've highlighted with Tank, he's definitely come on a lot this season. I do think there is a lot to be said for the relationship between those two and the very, very healthy competition that's going on there and the drive that they both have in themselves and to each other. Like, you can tell... I, I'm just constantly watching things and you see Parsons getting frustrated and I'm like, how much of that frustration is just he's not getting credited with sacks So in his little competition against Tank? Yeah. It's just always in the back of my mind. You know it's always in their minds. Yeah, well, it, it, it took till Thursday for them to credit Micah Parsons with a sack that happened yeah. in the Lions game. <laughs> it's because he's so quick. <laughs> but, um, you know, the comment was just made there about Sam Williams, guys. Yeah. Let's yeah. talk yeah, about but, Sam Williams, because yeah, this so, is a fun, yeah, this is yeah, a fun. So, yeah, yeah, so let me bring up the comments. So, so Joe, our good friend from Italy, 
He's here in the house. He's Big going for rookie, Joe. rookie DPOY. Oh, interesting. Um, yeah. Maybe a bit of a stretch right now, but if he's on the way of projection till end of the season, perhaps he'll be in, maybe in the shortlist for if it. If he but keeps going that way. Yeah. yeah. He like, has like, to keep like, playing like, that way. The, the, yeah, the Lions game was his best game by far. Oh, yeah. Doubt. That was his and, breakout game. Like, like I, I'm I'm sorry, but he went proper Brock Lesnar on that running back on Jamal Williams. <laughs> oh, yeah. He we went, talk about, we talk oh. about em, empty track suits. He literally chucked that guy. But what's ironic, Paul, is he chucks him like an empty track suit. We've seen it a few weeks earlier. Where he chucked a tight end like an empty tracksuit into yeah. a running back. Honestly, <laughs> I, I think I think Sam Williams needs to start watching the WWE right now. <laughs> or UFC. And I mean, uh, again, as I said on Tuesday night, all of his stats came, that this week came from only fourteen plays. Yeah. You know, m- most people, if you got two sacks, two tackles for loss, and two fumble, eh, four fumbles. Game. That'd be an entire game. That'd be you playing 60 plays. To play only 14 plays and get that. Um, I mean, that just goes to show that we're we're using these guys at the right time. We're putting them in the correct position. Yeah. And again, all hail, all hail Dan Quinn. And, yeah. you know, this this new addition that we've got Hello. coming in, you know, this is... He's we'll he's going to get same, He's going to get the same sort of thing. He's going to get 15 plays a game, probably. Yeah. Um. And, you know, I think we've brought in a big piece that should actually help solidify our run defense as well. Oh, so. yes. When, yeah. you mention I mean, all, when you mention all hail Dan Quinn, I've just got a picture of Dan <laughs> Quinn sitting on the Iron Throne. That's all I'm getting yeah. right now. That is pretty <laughs> that's, just, that's what's just clogging in my mind right now. It's just a picture of Dan Quinn that's sitting on the but Iron Throne. You're the guy to talk about this, Paul. So going back mm. to Sam Williams, yes. what I like about Sam Williams... You're seeing him being utilized from the two-point stance. It's almost like that that on the edge outside linebacker in the mm-hmm. three-point stance as a traditional uh, that, that, defensive that, that, end and as a three-tech. It doesn't really matter in terms of the stance. That it's just there is more of a disguise. Position. More it's a disguise more than anything. It, yeah, like, it, yeah. it depends where he's actually lined up. If he's there as a five-tech or positioned out to a seven, that you if he's there, but if he's yeah. if, but if he's there on the line of scrimmage, he's there as an edge. Yeah, but you much. see it. You see it as him just outside off tackle. Down as a defensive end, traditional, and you see him from the the three tech position, and he is effective wherever he does it. You're yeah. late to the party, Brian. <laughs> I've already messaged my brother; he's not happy. FYI. Yeah, I'm not too happy. I've got Jamar chasing my fantasy football, so well, I'm he... gonna have I'm gonna have to do something about that. He's yeah. tried the whole. Yeah, we got Boyd, Higgins, Hurst, and Mixon, but I know internally he's pissed. Hmm. Yeah, there's an interesting one, Paul. I do have Tyler Boyd. I just went and checked. I could be interested in a trade later. I might talk to you, or I might just block you for a while. Make you sweat it out for a bit. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I'm going to say. Family show. Family show. Oh. <laughs> All right, let's talk about the big news uh, of the week, though, that the Cowboys traded a six-round pick for Las Vegas Raiders' Jonathan Hankins. Um, I have put my own little and take on this. Um, I think this is a phenomenal trade. I do, I do. At the same time, I'm having doubts with my, my guy, 
Like Neville Gallimore. I disagree. Think so? Yeah. Neville Gallimore is going nowhere for one particular reason. He can pass Rush from the three-tack position. What mm -hmm. I'm more worried about is what this does for Quinton Bohana. Yeah, yeah. For Bohana, for sure. Yeah. I wonder where this is going for mm. him. Because Bohana was coming on quite nicely. But the trouble you've got is Hankins is Quinton Bohana just uh, a little bit more switched on, a bit more experience, and he does play a bit better at that nose tackle position. Yeah, so and, just, uh, and he's a, he's a proper run stop and nose really? tackle for sure. He's designed yeah. to be that. And yeah. again, people are criticizing, like non-Cowboys fans are criticizing, saying, oh, he's only had like one sack in three years. Nose tackles are not designed to make those statistics. They're there to actually fill the void. That's what the, that's their job. It's like yeah. eat it's up like, some but, bodies uh, and some space, please. Oh, oh it's, you. Bigger, it's even what they, they don't put on the stat sheet. If your nose tackle isn't really on the stat sheet, it means he's done his job. You know, yeah, it's, I mean, great, it's great if they make tackles from the middle, but if they don't, what that means is most of the running backs are bounced on the outside. Yeah, I mean you look at you look at the Pittsburgh defense normally, but you know, 20 years ago under Bill Keller or whatever. Casey yeah. Hampton, the nose tackle from Texas, um, he, he, you know, he was constantly going to the Pro Bowl, but he wasn't racking up stats that yeah. you know you would normally say as a Pro Bowl. It was purely because going up against, he was taking on double teams, triple teams, and you know, letting the other guys float to the ball. And then that's the main thing about a nose tackle. Mm. Now, you know what I would say. The difference between Bahana and Hankins. Hankins was a second round pick, yeah, and is a ten year ten year veteran now. You got to he's remember, thirty, mind. Yeah, I know. What yes, you got to remember sorry. is Bahana. Bahana is a what was he? He was a seventh round, no, sixth six, round pick. Six, yeah. Yes, we did, Brian. Yeah, he was a six. Yeah. yeah, sixth round pick, and he's only in his second year, and this is the first year that he's truly getting. Uh, starters reps or you know considerable reps yeah um, yeah and he's you've got still in development so didn't they trade for him and a seventh the following year yeah we get we get a seventh in 2024 so yeah, yeah next yeah, year yeah. Sixth the, for him and 2024 seventh yeah, yeah. Yep. Uh, because, like, we know what the Cowboys do with the six and seven round picks. Yeah. Randomly, they seem to destroy. Well, we seem to we seem to kind of been getting a couple of good few bargains in the past couple of years in those mm -hmm. in those rounds. It so. seems to be our second round picks, apart from Sam Williams. That always seems to be the issue. But well, um, Degs, come on. Yeah, okay, and Degs, no, but no, no. then then if if we go back, Kelvin Joseph. I mean, that's got to be the a, a huge bust at this stage. Yeah. When you for, think, let, for, okay, go, yeah, go on, Paul. Go on, go on, go on. Yeah, for where Kelvin Joseph is right now within the team right now, <sighs> and with everything that's been going on, how Brown's been performing, etc., etc. Mm -hmm. Like, you would think he'd be more than just a special teams guy. You would yeah. think you, you would think you would be cornerback number two right now. That's just not the case. Unfortunately, he is way down in terms of the depth chart, in terms of being up there as a, yeah. like in that rotation. That's why he's in special teams right now. Well, I mean, just I'll lead you in on this one, right? Jordan Lewis goes out. He's got the Liz Frank injury. He's done. Mm. 
I question whether that's now because of contract situations, whether that's the last we've seen of Jordan Lewis in a Cowboys jersey. I think he could be done. I think that could be the end of the Jordan Lewis era. But we see a fifth round pick in Deron Blunt. No, wait. Was Deron's fifth or sixth? He was fifth. He was, fifth. He was a yeah, fifth, yeah, I believe. Yeah. Yep. Uh, uh, this year, so his rookie year, and he's overtaken Calvin Joseph, who's in it, you know, who's had plenty of time to develop, and he's still not there. Deron Bland's going to start this weekend. Yeah. And everybody's happy about that fact because they're just like, yeah, Dur- we want Deron Bland. There's a Deron Bland fa- fan club, which I got invited to, and I was just like, I'm not doing this. <laughs> Yeah. I think that I think the talk is that if it been Anthony, Anthony Brown had gone out, Anthony Brown being an outside corner, then I Agree. think you would have seen Kelvin Joseph. Yeah, I think Deron so. Bland, it, Deron Bland is going to be your nickel cornerback of the future. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and oh, we still have we still that. have question we still have question marks about the mm-hmm. the outsiders. Deron Bland fourth. I could have sworn he was fair. I'm, I'm sure he was a fourth. Hold on. Make sure you've Googled that now, young Brian. Everyone's checking. Um, yeah. I, I will continue talking while you do that. Um, but talking about Anthony Brown, um, people are a little concerned with how easily he's been getting yeah, fifth rounds. Fifth, fifth rounds. Yeah. Of course, a little doubt going on there. Um, people are a little concerned about how Anthony Brown has been playing. Personally, I think nothing has changed and he's playing quite well. I just think he's had two things, a little bit of bad luck, and the second one is he's getting no linebacker help because of the lack of speed when they're in cover three. Mm. I think that's the issue. I think I think the thing, main thing is you're not hearing his name getting called for pass interference and pass all that. So as lo- I mean, as long as you're not your name's not getting called and you you know. Obviously, teams aren't passing on us. We've we've not given up 300, 400 yards a game or anything like yeah. that. It suggests that he's doing his good. He's doing the job. It's the same with guys like Terrence Steele and Tyler Smith. That you know, the they play sixty five plays. You only pick up on them them being bad when they've given up. You know, the the, the two or three negative plays that they have in a game. Um, you know, grade them on the full sixty-five. Don't grade them on the, on the on the three that they've messed up on. Um, mm. You know, now he was soft in coverage on a fourteen-yard. I think there was a fourteen-yard catch on on Monday night on the opening drive for the Lions. But um, other than that, you never really heard him being picked on too much. Um, he was strong in coverage or strong tackling. You know, um, he's he's doing the job. He's playing well. I think. It was a little bit of an off game for him against the Lions, but yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, but I mean, this is a game where we're going to need the more in run defense, so we'll yeah. see how that goes. Because yeah. ironically, the Bears we talk about how they are, how bad they are in running on defense, they are first in rushing yards on offense. But I think that that perhaps ties in quite nicely with the trade they've made. Uh, this week that they've they've obviously they've watched the Patriots game on hoo-hoo and obviously then made the trade to get um you know a run stop in defensive nose tackle to try and plug that gap. So it's gonna be quite interesting how that works. Um 
But yeah, I mean, apart from that, is there any other position? I know we spoke about Damone Clark. Um, I think he's gonna. We, we might just see a sprinkling of him, perhaps. Um, people have asked questions about as well Jabril Cox. Uh, the see, uh, my, is, my question over at Jabril Cox is: Are we actually going to see him play the field? Uh, like I've asked people, uh, and they're all it's like a, it's like a pure enigma. It's like an enigma or something like that. Like it's just he's there, but he's just not been getting any game time. It's so weird. Yeah, I, yeah, or he, uh, or he's been inactive a couple of weeks as well. So yeah, he's, he's not even dressed. So and he's not. Even I think on the practice report. Yeah, there's there's questions about how. You know, has he? You know, we're we're talking about how Gallup hasn't fully got back mentally into the game from yep. the ACL injury and all uh, and all that. You you you've maybe got a similar thing with uh, Jabril know. Cox that he's he's not there mentally. He needs to be there mentally so that he's not having to think about things, and then mm-hmm. he just plays by instinct. Yeah. Um, they asked us in the mailbag, loan, like, what is going on? And I. I the first thing that popped into my head is I don't think it's a physical thing. I think perhaps maybe it's a mental factor where he's just not completely confident on the injury and the recovery. That's fair enough. Yeah. That's fair enough. You've got to be confident. You've got to be confident. Mm. But uh, all right, then. Let's get into this then, guys. Oh. It's prediction time. Give me your predictions at home. I've already submitted mine in to uh, old Davey over in Blogging the Boys. Have you done yours, Paul? No, I've not done it this week fair or last week. Yep. Fair enough, fair enough. That's cool. Um, I am going with, to give everybody a chance uh, to think of this, I've gone with a score of 21-12 to the Cowboys. So four field goals are going for Yes, correct. So, uh, and there'll be, and I I even almost went there, that it's going to be very similar to the line games where the Bears will be ahead at halftime. I'm at at home. At home? Yeah, yeah. Nah. It'll be like 9-7 at halftime, and then the Cowboys second half come out and just Blasted. Well, but before me, Lauren and Rich get our scores up, uh, we've seen a couple of comments come in already. So, Lauren, uh, yeah. Lloyd, Lloyd is going 28-21, Cowboys. I like it. I like Aust- it. Austin's went 17-13 to them boys. Uh, of course. Um, Joe has went 35-14. That's more like it. That's okay. what I like. Right? And Labarski's went 27-13 for the Cowboys. Fairly close, fairly close there. Um, so I tell you what, I'll start with Rich. I'll go back the other way around. Yeah. Rich, score predictions, please. 31-9. Oh, Jesus Christ. Because I don't think they get a trash time touchdown. <laughs> okay, all right, okay. Lordy? I'm going 30-6. to six. So I I I don't I don't see the I think our our run defense as it is is enough to to put a little bit of pressure on. I think the mm-hmm. the addition of Hankins I think it's going to help. It's going to it's going to force them to um, try and get something out of Justin Fields. I know Justin yeah. Fields the the trying to. They're trying to have an offense that's very similar to the Philadelphia with the run pass option, but Justin Fields is not 
on the level with Jalen Hurts at the moment. Mm. Um, Do you know what I'm thinking is more like Lorne? A little Russell Wilson, Wilson-esque with the Seattle Seahawks many, many years ago. Right, it's certainly he, not, but it's certainly not the Denver Broncos, that's for sure. Yeah, he, <laughs> if he if he wants to high step up and down the sideline, he can do. You know, yeah. while everybody mm-hmm. else is asleep, that's fine. But, um, <laughs> I, I did have a score prediction from our good friend, Mister DJ Dog, and he's went completely the different route. He's actually he's actually picking the Bears to win. I like it. What do you mean Go. you like it? I like controversy. I oh, love right, controversy. Right, right, right. Okay. Um, okay, so I'm going big in this one. Like we talked Come about on. like some we talked about like some Michael Gallup, right? Yeah. Like he's up against like so what's his face? You mentioned them earlier. Kyle Gordon. Yeah. In terms of our run offense, I uh their run defense is not that great. So I'm gonna say Cowboys 41. <gasps> Yeah, we're going for 40. Uh, Rustin at the first 40 burger. All right. Bears, 13. Mm. Two field goals and a touchdown. The touchdown, the the Bears touchdowns are coming in the near end of the game. Garbage yards. Okay, okay. I'll allow that then. All right, then. I like it. So if we get some more, we'll post them up. But we are going to hit the best bit that everybody loves. Fantasy Lounge. Fantasy Lounge. All right. So our special guest uh, will be on uh, a little bit after the bye. So he gets to have a chance uh, of going for this. Um, He was very rearing to go. Are we ready? Scores, guys. Uh, well, there was there was how we're doing in terms of how how uh, how we are doing in terms of the fantasy yeah. launch. Yeah, yeah. Should we, should we go with that first? And then yeah, we'll... I want to know. Are how you ready? We're doing. Yeah. Heckman's still on zero, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna kill you every time you mention that. I yep. know, man. I know. And you know what the problem is? I'm gonna be the one who's gonna get the stick when I'm over in Dallas next week. I will like, message like, him. Like, and I will tell him it was your idea. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's honestly, he, under the bus, Paul. He, he, he's, uh, he's, hey, Mr. you know what, Paul? See that, Mike? I'm gonna kill him. It's like, but you're gonna get all you're gonna get all the blame. Blah blah blah. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. Calm down, man. <laughs> it probably just kill you because I just I literally fill his inbox with questions every week. I'm quite surprised. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I haven't surprised he hasn't told you the two the two words yet. <laughs> yeah. What's that? Love you. Yeah. <laughs> <Well>. <laughs> I remember once he phoned me up randomly in the middle of the day, and I was like, "Oh, all right, heck." And he's like, "Yeah, yeah." <laughs> <laughs> oh, thanks, Jake. He's just such a lovely guy. Like he's just the best, man. Um, oh, but nice okay, up. so yes, it, in terms of UK Cowboys, um, admin group staff. Podcast staff, Paul is leading the charge. In terms of non, it's still next. Yeah, next is leading, then J Tuck second, then Hetmas last. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now you've done it. You oh, said it. Uh, <laughs> I, try, right, I, try not, I try not to say it. So let's get into this, guys. Let's start off with Dak Prescott. 20.8 fantasy points. Hit me with it, everybody. More. Paul's going yeah, on. higher. More. Okay. Higher, higher. Hi, guys, don't don't forget, guys, in the comments, be sure to say higher or lower or split. Yeah. 
Wretch? Higher. Higher from Wretch. All right. So Ezekiel Elliott. So yes. if you got well, well, well before we do oh, that, so Joe's saying higher. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yep, Joe's went higher. Labastis went higher. Okay, yep. there's a consensus here. Just so you know, after the bye week, the rules on this are slightly changing. There's going to be an addition to Ooh, this game. Brian's went lower. Right. I understand his reasons why. I understand his reasons why. Right. Running game. Run, 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 run. All right, then. <clears throat> so we have Ezekiel Elliott here. Um, so obviously that is going to slightly change. So we'll make this Tony Pollard's score. 11.6 fantasy points. Higher. Higher. Because uh, the projections on Sleeper app, not NFL.com, yeah. is projected to get 13.6. Yeah. Who, Zeke or Tony? Tony. Tony. Yeah, I, I would Tony say so. So I'm saying higher. So Joe's went higher for that for Tony Pollard. Okay. Uh let's go with CD Lamb at 14.5 fantasy points. Hit me with it. Split. I'm going to split. He's going with a push. That's a point either way. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go I'm gonna go lower because I think Dak's yeah. gonna try and get the others involved and particularly Gallup. You'll probably see a game from Tolbert this week as well if Noah Brown's out. So, um, you know, look to develop that and add add a weapon to the offense as well. Okay, yeah. so, so in terms of the comments, we're actually getting quite a mixture. So Labashi's went lower for CD. Yeah. Uh, Joe's went even as well. I like of, it. Yep, so, um, yeah, it's been quite a good match. <clears throat> Jonesy Bones. Brian's went higher with a two t- two touchdown. Now you uh, say Dak's uh, going to be lower, but you're going to give Dak a lamb higher with the two touchdowns. Ah, but did he say receiving? Yeah, end the round. Yeah, yeah, nah, yeah. Coming out the back. Brian's coming out the back. That. Brian's not that clever. He's coming out the backfield. Oh, that's a bit of an insult. <laughs> Brian, I hope you're not gonna accept. I that. I love That's you, mate. Fine. You know Brian, Brian, Brian <laughs> will still hate he will you. Throw, he will go to Aldi and get all the chocolate pudding and throw it across your face. All right then, Rich. I'm gonna start with you first because you're you've insulted one of our very good brothers, Dalton Schultz. Eight point nine <laughs> fantasy points, and you get this wrong, you get minus ten points. Okay. You're on a what was the number again? 10. I missed it. 8.9. I think he gets Oh, is he playing? I wouldn't do it. Lower for me. I'm going to say I'm going to say split. Okay. I'm gonna right. I'm gonna split I'm gonna split as well actually. Okay. I am I'm going way lower. Ferguson yeah, uh, for, Ferguson. There you go. Ferguson's getting more. That's your reason. <sighs> and do you know why? If you I play. can see it, I, I can he'll play. He'll play, I think. Yeah, yeah. Actually no, like a proper game, you know. Yeah, I'm with you there. Yeah. He could not actually play. All right. Cowboys defense, 8.6 fantasy points. Bear in mind, last week, they scored 26 fantasy points. Higher. Higher. 
Higher. We're going higher. Mr. Rex Rex. If you consider the bears... I'm just waiting for the serious question. Just put their... The bears have just put their uh, starting center on IR. Their their offensive tackles got concussion. Yeah, that's Um, right. You know, the, the, yeah, I'm right about this line. <laughs> You're right, Alex Leatherwood, isn't it? Yep. Um, wait a minute, injury. Oh, wait, pretty uh, sitting uh, right, right up on the, their line. I, I really like to know how much alcohol uh, Labaste has consumed so far this evening. <laughs> she's went high with 180 <laughs> points. <laughs> I over 9,000. Oh, please let PMA. us know what you're, what you're drinking tonight because we would love some of that, man. PMA. That's what it's all about, guys. All right. Let's hit this now on the other side. Justin Fields, 15.6 fantasy points. Bear in mind, he had a really good game against the Patriots. Split. Design runs coming Split. into the playbook. Split. Interesting. Lonius yeah. Maximus. Yeah, I'm going to go split as well. I think he, he will put up some yards against us, but, you know, there will be... I sense nerves. Most, most of that will be on the ground, if it, if anything, I think. Blue Kool-Aid, baby. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's it. Bonesy? Split it. Oh, you lot. Nerves setting in, eh? Yeah, he's going to know he's going to get the yardage. That's the thing. They're just not going to get the points. It's, it's going to be it's, a it's rush yards. It's rush yards. Yeah, yeah. It's, 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 it's been. It seems to be our Achilles here when it comes to our pass rush. It's like whenever the the pocket collapses, the quarterback seems to get out and gains up the rushing yards. And that they were putting they were putting a lot of design runs in last week's game. Go and yeah. watch it. And Justin Fields, I think I messaged you that um, he was on, yeah, he was on fifty five rush yards and a rushing touchdown at half time. Yeah, That's quarterback. <laughs> That's spicy. All right, David Montgomery. Although I think Khalil Herbert are bigger numbers than this, but David Montgomery, nine point eight fantasy yards. Mm. Split. Nervous in the service. Yeah, it could be what. He could be the one guy that may be getting the touchdown. It might not be, but if it's not, then yeah, I'm going to say split. All right. Lord? I, I'm going lower because I'm saying that they're not going to score like a that. touchdown. So, And I think Hankins, Hankins will take away the run game. Um, it's interesting. Yeah, fumbles Ooh. are going to kill it. Um, Rich? Lower. Lower. So I can't say higher when I project that they're not going to score a touchdown. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> See, I'm kind of I'm basing it on what my store prediction is going to be. Yeah. 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 You got to, if it goes one way, it has to go the same way with it. Yeah. You don't wear crunch it, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Darnell Mooney, 12.3 fantasy points. Bear in mind, he's going to be up against Trayvon Diggs in this game. Far lower. Yeah, lower, lower, lower. lower. Down, 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 down. And Rich Lower. Okay. Now, this is a bit of an interesting one because I see where they're coming from. Cole Komet, 6.5 fantasy points. And Um, J. Ron Curse, although he's coming back from injury, he's slowly getting it. He hasn't looked himself, but he's getting it. He's going to be up against him. I'm going to say Komet is higher. Okay. 
Yeah, I, I would join Paul on that. I think that will be the one weapon that they'll they'll have, to be honest. So, right. I think he'll be one of the guys who'll just get what all those like hidden yardage like going upfield pretty much and he'll just mm. rack up like yeah it could easily be a push but I think he'll probably score but maybe like eight just below nine below nine I would say yeah so I'm yeah. saying higher okay okay I'm I'm not going against you guys I just personally um I I I think Matt's just it's the way they utilize him and um, for some reason, they're utilising him very weirdly. Um, I'm not a fan of his usage. Like, it, it's, it's very awkward to say. Right, I can put it to you this way. That, that they're saying on here, right, you know, uh, as we say, 6.5. But he's actually only averaging three points, fantasy points a game. It's because of the, the odd way they're utilising him. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. All right, but what are you going with on that one, Rich? What were the points again? Six point five. Six point five for Kamet. Even. Okay. All right, let's go with the defense. Even. Six point five. Even. Even. You go yeah. for push. Yeah. So it could be it could be seven point five or five point five. Yes. And, so, so I'm saying push. Stevens, Lord, Stevens. Rick, Evans, yeah, on that one. Lord, you can finish us off. Uh, no, it, it, if we're if we're scoring thirty plus points, I mean that's that's negative points for them as well. Yeah. Um, especially if you're adding on the yardage, so I'm going lower on that one. Yeah, Fair baby. No, I like it. Yeah. There we go. That is officially on my screen so that now means it's locked in so uh that's it sorry you can't change your mind rich <laughs> <laughs> you did that quick yeah yeah i was locking it in <laughs> oh rich is having an hour and all <laughs> but yes guys that is it for this weekend's pre-game show um so yes here we go next week there is a bye week so as a little treat we usually do it at the end of the season Next week's Thursday show is a fan rant show. So that means Ooh. halfway through the season. These are the most popular shows. We get like thousands of comments on these. Basically, there is no script. There is no planning for this show. You who always join us at home and send us your quotes and comments, you take over the show. Whatever we talk about is just from you guys. So it, as we're halfway into the season, we'll let it be a fan rant show. You take over. We'll talk about it. Um, as I say, there is literally there is no script, um, so it is always interesting, a lot of fun. Um, but let's get out on and pay the bills. Rich, you can have this one. Oh gosh, I haven't done one of these in a while. <laughs> You're gonna have to do one. Now. God, I don't even know if I remember what to say. If you are lucky enough screen. to get over and see a game, definitely hit up the guys at Cowboys Experience. You see it all on the screen: meet and greet, stadium tours, game takers, tailgating, much more. Make sure you let them know where you've come from because they will. I mean, they'll treat you like royalty anyway, but better royalty. You know, the really good kind of royalty. 
Yes, I like it. Um, and yes, Lamarcy, we we have to say whatever you talk. It's the fan rant show, so uh, you take over. Paul, hit me with this one. Yeah, guys, be sure you don't follow our fellow content creators. As you can see on the board, all the guys from NaturalDallasCowboys.com with Talking Cowboys, Iron of the Boys, The Break, Mickey Shots, and all the other guys like the Big Game James, Law Nation, Pick Six Sports, CFO Sports versus JTuck there, Fort Lombardi, everybody there. Be sure to check them all out. Yeah, and Lorne, hit us with this one. Yeah, so uh, as you know, keep, keep in touch with our socials. We are working on a package for next year for the the entire entire UK Cowboys fan base to come across and descend on Dallas and take over the whole place. Um, mm -hmm. You know, they're they're already planning the Paul Revere. The British are coming. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, so uh, keep in touch with our socials. We'll be publishing more as the season wears on. That's right, Labasti. Bring that car, that comment there. <laughs> I knew you'd have seen it. <laughs> oh, that's a very well there done. You go. No, absolutely <laughs> not. Okay, well, what about that one then? What about this one? Oh, you motherfuckers. Poe Jersey. Oh, oh. You really are trying to trigger me tonight, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but. Uh... <laughs> That's you it, can, say, you can say it to him off here on the on the chat. Say it to him off here on the group chat. <laughs> but Brian, ironically, he will be back on Tuesday with the post-game show. Next Thursday, remember, fan rant show. We'll put the ad out. I'll speak to you about that, Paul. <laughs> I'll speak to you about that, Paul. Um, but also, do not forget that on Sunday, the, the UK Cowboys are in London. So join us in Wembley for the uh, in NFL international game. We'll be at the Green Man. So everybody, come on over. Come on up. Come and join in. The post is on our social media. Come and join us. Come and have a few beers. Have some photos. I'll bring the flag with me. Um, so come and join us, guys. Be a lot of fun. That is it, guys. I just threw a bit rubbish away. <laughs> But that is it, guys. Um, Rich is back in the building. He's here. Um, Finally. Yeah. yeah. Uh, make sure you have a nice weekend. Stay safe. We'll see you after the weekend. Oh, um, we didn't uh, mention what time the game kicks off in the UK. Uh, I think it's half past one. Because the clocks go back. Oh, it's an uh, late night game. Oh, uh, the, no, the Cowboys, no, game. No. Cowboys game kicks off this weekend at 5 p.m. Well, it, yeah, it's early. Yeah, yeah it's an hour early because our, our, clocks, our go clocks go back, back and ah. theirs, theirs don't go back until next, next week. Next. I think it's next week. So we've got which a week also everything's happy days. Means I, I can get to my bed early. Thank goodness. There you go. See, there you go. Which is also a good point if you're watching the fan rant show next Thursday in America. Obviously, be aware that we will be on an hour earlier because the clocks. Are is it later or earlier? Oh, I, I, I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I really don't know. They stay the same, so we get closer. Yeah, so it's an hour earlier. I, 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 <laughs> it's an hour earlier. <laughs> yeah. Trying to work it out, man. It's like but there's two trains that are 100 miles apart. <laughs> oh, God. And then next year it will be completely different because they America's never just not changing at all once they've gone forward. I like that not... plan. Yep. 
I think that's so much better. But that's it for this weekend, guys. We have talked all about the clocks and world clocks, and <laughs> we're now turned into the clock podcast. So it's been fun. We let these guys uh <laughs> we let these guys finish the show off, and we'll see you all on the weekend. Stay oh. safe, folks. Take us out, guys. Uh let's do cowboys. I'm off to my bed. <laughs> Yeah, enjoy yourself this weekend if you go into the Green Man. Say hi to everybody, have a drink on me. And Cowboys Nation, I hope your team win. Definitely have a good weekend. And if you are going down, get on the Jaeger train. <laughs> All aboard. <laughs>